You're listening to a BGE podcast. Welcome to my story on the blind grilling experience, where we talk about the history and food that got me where I am today. Ice tea. Isn't that something just about everybody drinks? Ice tea. We usually think of sweet tea as a southern beverage, but yet I got to thinking about all the lessons I've learned in life just over a glass of iced tea. And that made me wonder, why don't I know the origin of iced tea? Is it really a Southern thing? One thing's for certain in the research that I did, it is an American thing. However, it didn't start out to be Southern. As a matter of fact, I found out some very interesting things about iced tea. All tea comes from one particular plant, the Camellia senescus. Whether it's green tea or black tea, they all come from the same plant. The difference is how it is processed. You see, green tea is processed by first firing the plant to kill all the enzymes to stop the oxidation process, whereas black tea is allowed to oxidize before being fired, creating the black look and flavor that you get from black tea. Green tea is generally known to come from China and Japan and other Asian countries, whereas black tea, because of the process that is used, comes from India, Sri Lanka, or Africa. The Camellia senescus plant was introduced in the United States in the late 1700s in South Carolina. As a matter of fact, South Carolina for the longest time was the only state to produce tea. It would later become the actual official beverage of South Carolina. But the first recipe ever published that is known wasn't published until almost 100 years later in 1879 in Virginia when sweet tea recipe was published, which included green tea, a little bit of sugar, a little bit of lemon. wasn't until another five years later in 1884 when the Boston School of Cooking published its cookbook, and Mrs. Lincoln had her recipe for iced tea using black tea leaves. But of course, it wasn't overly popular, even though it was originating in Boston and Virginia. Pretty soon in 1904, at the World's Fair in St. Louis, Missouri, It was so hot, people were so miserable, and people were wanting something cold to drink that iced tea began to be served to help people get a break from the heat. 
And so it didn't or originate in St. Louis at the World's Fair of 1904, but that's really when it began to take off as a popular beverage. But as the World War I and II came about, we couldn't get green tea as much from China and Japan, and so we started importing black tea from India, Sri Lanka, and Africa. And that became the most popular drink in the U.S. Not only that, but in the 1920s and early 1930s, as glasses were being sold to drink out of and being you know, people were ordering them in restaurants, they began to call the tall goblets or glasses tea glasses. And so it began, a love affair with iced tea. Of course, now people think about iced tea and especially sweet tea with the South, and that's fine, even though it's not necessarily true. It is certainly something that uh, reminds us today of the South. But like I said, what's interesting about tea, iced tea in particular, is the lessons that I have learned growing up. Perhaps more than any other food or beverage in my lifetime, the lessons I've learned from tea have been more than any other. But to really get a grasp of that, I think I need to tell you a story. In 1982... It was March, and it was my brother's 10th birthday. We had some friends over, Bear and his little brother Aaron, Greg from across the street, Charlie from around the corner, and two girls who both happened to be named Jennifer. They were all there to celebrate my brother's birthday. Now, my dad was stationed in Germany at this time, and so we were living in Springfield, Missouri. But my mom still put on a big old party for my brother, he had opened up his gifts, she had brought out the cake, he had blown out the candles, and she had gone back into the kitchen, and she asked him what, she wanted, what he wanted to drink with his slice of cake. Well, he was sitting in a big recliner, had a TV tray in front of him, and here came my mom with a plate with a big old slice of cake sitting on top of it and a tall glass of sweet tea. She set it right down in front of him. He said, well, uh, I, I don't want sweet tea. She said, that's what you asked for. That's what you got. He said, I don't want sweet tea. I want Kool-Aid. She said, well, you finish drinking your sweet tea, and I'll get you a glass of Kool-Aid. To which he replied, I'm not going to drink it. Now, at this point in time, I can assure you every single one of us had our eyes attention, maybe our head a little slightly down, like, uh, should we be watching this or not? And my mom, as calm and cool and collected as she always was, she said, well, you can either drink it or wear it. And he looked her dead in the face and he said, I'm not drinking that tea. So my mom, setting the cake down on that TV tray in front of him, grabbed the glass and just when you thought she was going to head back to the kitchen, she retched over across that TV tray and she dumped that iced tea right over his head, down the front of his face, and into his lap. 
The room was silent. <laughs> I mean, dead silent. Only thing we could hear was my brother's teeth rattling because that ice was cold and he was shivering. Cold and wet. My mom set the glass down, head back into the kitchen to get the rest of us our slice of cake and whatever drink we had asked for. And to be honest with you, whatever she brought us, we drank it, whether it was what we asked for or not. Which brings me to lesson number one. Mama didn't make empty threats. No, she said what she meant and she meant what she said. If she told us we better do something or else, that or else was going to come swiftly and with no other warning. And that was a lesson that served us well growing up. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was a good one. No doubt about it. But that wasn't the only lesson that we had learned. No, not by a long shot. You see, we learned a lot about relationships We learned a lot about marriage, commitment, humility, and gratitude, all from a glass of iced tea. Now, you may be wondering, how in the world is that possible? Well, I'm going to tell you. You see, my dad, after we moved out to the farm that following year, he worked hard, you know, finishing up his last little bit in the army at Fort Leonard Wood coming home working on the farm and after he would get done working on the farm one of the next things that he would do is come in and sit down and my mom would pour him a glass of iced tea and she'd bring it to him and set it down on the table next to him and he would drink it up man he would be thirsty and You know, every once in a while as a kid, I would run over and thinking maybe my dad wasn't looking, I'd grab that glass of tea and I'd take a drink. And uh, of course, sometimes I would have a little bit of a shock because my dad drank unsweet tea rather than sweet tea. But nevertheless, I would still still drink every once in a while. And sometimes even going into our refrigerator, there'd be a pitcher of sweet tea and right behind it would be a pitcher of unsweet tea. It's one of our responsibilities as that pitcher was empty of sweet tea to make a new pitcher. Sometimes, you know, kids, we get a little lazy and we're like, I don't want to make another pitcher of sweet tea. So I'd reach in there and grab that pitcher of unsweet tea and I start drinking that. And that's how I got used to drinking unsweet tea and still drink unsweet tea even today. However, as my dad would drink that tea, When he was done, he would set that glass down on that coffee table next to him, and that glass would be rattling, that ice inside that glass would be rattling. And no longer than it took him to set that down was my mom right there with a pitcher of unsweet tea filling it right back up for him. And this would go on day in and day out, and for a couple of rounds. My dad, if it was really hot, he'd be drinking that tea up and probably drink a couple of glasses. And as he was setting that glass down, that ice would be rattling in that ice would be rattling in that glass. Here would come my mom, that pitcher of tea, filling up his glass. 
And no matter how difficult of a day she had, how much trouble my brother and I had caused and grief she, you know, she was going through, regardless of what had happened in her day, when she came and she filled up that glass, she did so with a smile. Because it wasn't about having to do something. It was about getting to do something and do something for someone that she loved. My mom loved my dad and my dad loved my mom. And that was seen in their relationship. And and I think probably no better seen than at that time when she was pouring him that glass of tea. She didn't have to do it. He didn't require that she do it. She did it because she wanted to. And that's why she did it with a smile. Because no matter what had happened that day, what else had gone on, she was happy in the relationship she was in and who who she was in that relationship with. Yeah, T taught me a lot about marriage. It taught me a lot about humility, serving others, and the gratitude that my dad had for my mom and all the work that she did and making sure he never ran out of tea. A lot of lessons right there. A lot of lessons in sweet tea, unsweet tea, iced tea in general. Love you, Mom. Thank you.